Yo, what's up? It's your girl, DJ Narc. And, uh... We're doing another video podcast. I guess. So if you don't like the AI effect, and uh, you've been irritated by my use of it recently... Uh, I'm glad. It is an expression of my deep grief. Because what is happening can't actually be happening, right? Isn't it all just fantastical at this point? It is for me. If you've noticed that my... Sorrow has turned to rage. I have a limit with anything. Like you can't push me too far. Because if you push me too far, what you will consider uncharacteristic behavior will start to manifest in me. Things that you can't count on. So when I saw those photos of innocent civilians just being rounded up stripped naked everything that we know now around those situations everything that happened the executions the killing of women children the mass graves the writing their num writing numbers on their arms everything everything as soon as i saw that one image i understood all of that context without having to know the details because there is only one context under which that scenario happens. But you know, rage is very useful. I find it to be a lot more bearable than sorrow and grief. Grief and I just have a really weird relationship. I'm capable of really deep grief. But there is this kind of unbreakable spirit. I really do attribute it to being born in Pakistan. I just, I'm from a different mitti. I'm from a different soil, you know. I'm from a very different place. And the more that this conflict continues, the more I find myself putting my own identity in context. Because you must have noticed that there is an enormous amount of solidarity with Palestinians in certain groups of people. And what you'll notice about these groups of people is that they all have a very similar struggle where they are being persecuted for no reason other than what they are or who they are. They're not hurting anybody. They're not doing anything. But their existence speaks to a time, a culture that for them feels like a threat for them feels oppressive. So the fact that Pakistanis go so hard for the Palestinian fight, you know, for freedom, 
is because I think we're very well aware that we got away by the skin of our teeth. And if we were to attempt anything like that in the present moment, um, we'd be fucked. (laughs) I think that part of the reason Indians hate Muslims the way that they do is because they can't really believe what happened. And, you know, I'm from a time where I would come home reading the New York Times on the bus in high school um, for the first two years. I took like a MT, like just like a New York City bus. That was before I figured out that no cab driver in New York City was ever going to charge me ever. Like it was like I was a legend. I am a legend. But like in high school, if you got in a cab with me. We were not paying for wherever we were going. Are you kidding? Me in a school skirt, speaking fluent, perfect Urdu, just fucking macking it, kicking it with this dude. Like, ah, 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 where are you from? Oh, my parents are from here. Oh, I was born. Oh, no, I was born there. Ah, 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 ah. And at the end of the ride, take out the money, everything. Listen, I am always wanting to pay you. And they would look at me crazy like, oh, you think I'm going to take your money? Didn't you say you were like 15 years old? I did. I am. No, I'm not going to charge you. I can't do that. Okay, uncle, thank you. I would come home in tears reading the New York Times on the bus because there would be articles in the New York Times in the 90s about how Pakistan was headed toward being a failed state. Pakistan was not going to last. You know, the identity of the nation had been precarious from the start. Uh, Foundation was too shaky. All this kind of, you know, politico jargon talk bullshit. I didn't know it at the time, though. I was 15. So I would come home really upset. And, like, my dad would be like, what? What happened? I'm like, look at this. They're saying that, like, our nation literally won't last. Um, And my dad would just laugh and be like, they're always saying that. They've been saying that since 47. Like, they're always going to say it. They need to say it. Like, you have to understand the Indian mindset. You have to understand the the mindset of an empire that is broken apart. They're always going to think that. You know what I mean? Like, Russia's always going to think Ukraine is a part of the Soviet Union. They're always going to think that. So, it's up to you to understand that your identity of, like, who you are and what it's based on especially when it comes to Israel and Pakistan, because we are very similar creations, okay? Pakistan is a very religious, has a very religious connotation. It means land of the pure. Like, how shady is that? You're coming out of a culture that is deeply entrenched in this purity game where the caste system is just a way of being able to delineate how much of the deity you have in you, right? The word itself is a sneak diss to the entire existence of India. Like, this is how petty shit gets when a people cannot feel safe with their own identity. So that can go the Pakistan direction or it can go the Israel direction. They're both ethno-states, right? Um, Or, like, religious states, right? So... The equivalent here would be if we occupied Kashmir. 
and made Kashmiris do what we want and set up checkpoints everywhere and killed them all the time and, you know, kidnapped and raped their kids and their women. And, like, listen, Seymour Hirsch said that if the photos from the women's prison in Abu Ghraib were released tomorrow, it would be the beginning of World War Three. So, sorry, I lost my blood. I can't find no Adidas. So. My sorrow, my grief. Has turned to rage. Oh, we're going to start putting numbers on people's arms again. What I don't get. Is if you have such a shady past. And you have that many skeletons in your closet talking about Zionism now. Why are you doing this shit? Do you want people to go back and start connecting dots that they actually don't give? There are things about what's going on right now that if I actually told you, like, what's really going on? Nah, they would, they would, nah. (laughs) No. Why would you want to employ tactics? Because right now you're still working off of this like, oh, you know, look how the victim becomes the aggressor. What had they had done to them? Now they're doing to other people. Pause. Because no. Because there's a lot of white South Africans over there that converted to Judaism right conveniently right after apartheid ended. One, two, there's an entire German documentary about an entire group of soldiers who were livid in the 80s and 90s about how they have been portrayed this entire fucking time since the 40s as these monsters when okay this is a documentary that you could go and find when their entire job during world war ii was getting wealthy zionists out of germany and into israel these soldiers are pissed because they're like no i spent four years just transporting jews what the fuck 
why would you want as an organization, as an ethos, whatever the fuck <laughs> hybrid of the two, why would you want people to start digging into the connection between fascism and Zionism? Why would you want to do that? Why would you want to so blatantly employ methods that would make people start connecting dots that they have never connected? That if we were actually given a real education, a proper education, those dots would have been connected a long time ago, right? You want to know why I'm using this filter? Because in my head, this is what I look like. Because I have no depth perception. Right? So everything is flat to me. So depth to me like feels really weird when I train my eyes and I can actually see depth for a minute it's really hard for me to like walk or like orient myself this is very close to what I look like in my head does that make sense because everything's flat in my head There's got to be something to this whole like witches are blind in one eye thing like there's got to be something because there's too many out of us out here. <laughs> there's too many. There's too many. Maybe because you get to see. I mean, I've always said that I could see better without my contacts. But like, I see different. Like, with time, I've actually realized how big of a gift it is to have like different eyesights. And I think, like, I, I personally think that it's crazy that people get LASIK, but that's just because I have, like, eye thing. Um, but I'm beginning to believe that your aperture is as open and or as closed as it needs to be for you to experience this particular liquid quartz display the way you want to, you know, experience it. Speaking of which, let's talk about that, right? So this is the Vogel crystal. It's not a Vogel-inspired crystal. It's like an actual Vogel crystal, like cut by the guy who... I think it's like the one guy that makes them right now in the world. Um, and this is an African Tanzanite amethyst. And it's been cut into the Vogel shape. So the woman that I saw on TikTok when I first found out about Vogel and what he was doing, which I will now tell you, when I first found out all this, I went straight to TikTok, <laughs> of course. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. And um, I came across this video of this woman that I definitely thought was being hyperbolic. But I also think that that's because of female white fragility. It's like really hard for white women right now to market anything to anyone um, because like, I think it's hard for us to tell when you're lying. I'm watching this French movie right now about this bitch who like sells her earrings and everything goes wrong for her. Um, and this bitch just faints whenever she doesn't like something. She just faints and like pretends to be unconscious, like just lies like just and like everybody knows and they're like oh my god is your wife fainting how charming she's doing that whole like fake going to sleep thing again what 
Anyway. This girl, she was like, I started wearing this crystal and it changed my life. I was like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> that's really good. Uh, What's it called? Me and the Yemeni guy. Oh, he's coming over later. Um, listen, all I have to say to you is that I'm single. I can do whatever I want. I'm really just impressed with Yemen right now. I'm sorry. I'm impressed with Yemen. And I want to be around some Yemeni people. I mean, I don't. Anyway. It's a good thing this man would never watch a podcast. Anyway, okay, 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 okay. Let's. It's called Harney and Sons. I've had this before. They just changed the packaging. <coughs> it's quite good. It's organic. It's lemonade. Okay. So she was like, ever since I started wearing logo crystal, changed my life, changed everything. I was like, oh, wow. Like, either this is, like, the most terrible, hyperbolic, like, this is some stupid white girl shit, or this is, like, for real. But there's something about it that even though she was doing, like, what she was doing, she was still believable. And I was like, oh, no, 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 she might be down. So then I went to her page, and I looked at her shit, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, she seems cool. Um, and then I started looking more into it, and then I got one, and then I felt stupid because everything she said in that video is, like, it, it was accurate. It's a very subtle so strange to put it this way but it's a very subtle energy shift but it's so powerful that you there is a step this is the way I will put it and then I'll explain who he was and why he started cutting them like this and etc there is a step between your mind thinking something up and wanting to do it your body already being ready there's a step where your body already knows what your mind is going to want to do and gets ready for it we've proven this and then your mind thinks it's just had the thought but it didn't because the body already knows what the thought's going to be there's a moment in between there and then there's another moment in between the thought and the environment but just like the body knew before the mind, the mind knows before the environment. And then the environment has to catch up. Just like the mind has to catch up. Follow me here. So how do we know this? The first part. So we've tested people's muscle tone. And then we've, you know, measured their brain waves. And their body seems to know what's coming when exposed to stimuli. Their body seems to know when they're going to get buzzed or whatever the fuck before their mind understands. And then they've done other tests where the body is beginning to show signs of a certain kind of movement and the brain waves are registering later about wanting to do that thing. So it is widely thought, hypothesized, that the body actually lives in the future a few milliseconds from the brain, from the mind. This we know. 
what I'm telling you, because now from here, from the material, now we have to go to the philosophical, which is why you love me. Because I am a realist, for sure. But I have a Kierkegaardian heart. I am a philosopher all the way through. Just because I can understand the material world in the most cynical of ways even means absolutely nothing to me because my pursuit of it in any respect is purely philosophical. I'm just trying to think my way through. So we have the material proof that the body lives a few milliseconds in the future from the mind. And what I'm saying to you is that there is a philosophical proof for the fact that the mind can think something up and then your externality can reflect it usually on a little bit of delay, perhaps not a few milliseconds, but for some people. But if you focus on seeing a yellow butterfly, something totally inconsequential, that's why I've said this before, that's why the butterfly shit works. If you focus on seeing something completely inconsequential and just focus your mind on it, that shit will appear. So, I'm going to go back to what the crystal and how and ah, ah, ah in a second. So what I'm saying to you that what I felt with this is just like yoga, eating well and being hydrated can actually get you so in touch with your muscles that you know what's going to happen before it happens. I'll tell you like this. People are always like, how come you moved out of the way just then? Wait, what do you mean? Well, because then, you know, that thing, the car came over there or they started fighting and ah, if you had just been standing right there, you would have got hair. How come, like, I've had my dad ask me, like, how come you moved the car over there when we first got, there was parking right? How come you parked over there? Because later something happened over here. I think that that's because I am just hypersensitive in my muscles. I'm a dancer. I can control my muscles, alhamdulillah, mashallah, very well. I think that when you get in tune with your body, you're moving your body, you're stretching, you're drinking water, you're eating, you know, living food. That's been a big game changer for me. You just are more in touch with your muscles. You can feel them twitching like the machine can feel them a few milliseconds before and you just, you get wise to it. And if you really work with that mind-body connection, you can actually get so in sync with your body that you do feel like you kind of know what's going to happen before it happens. Okay, boom. So what I'm saying to you is the same way yoga, meditation, all of that, it mixes your mind, it mixes your body and your mind and creates this like powerful connection where you can kind of like pick things up in the ether. In the same way, wearing this crystal, it shortens the energetic distance from what you hold and perceive in your mind and what can appear in your reality. But while it heightens your ability to impose something on this living quartz display, I'll get to that in a second, it also has the effect of raising your frequency so much, actually, that the things that you wish to impose on the on the display you can't really remember anymore you just kind of really love where you are and what's going on right now and your 
like burning need to impose a certain specific something and get it out of this world. It just disappears. And yet you become keenly aware of being able to do it. Now, let me tell you why. Now, let's get to it. So this guy Vogel, right? He works for IBM. Drink something. Drink something, smoke it if you got it. We got we got uh, the peeps on audio right here. The audio podcast. What's up, fam? Come watch the video. I'm getting used to it. You'll like it. But this is as good as it's going to get. There's not going to be any fucking microphones and sitting in those weird gamer chairs and this whole fucking embarrassing cringe podcast culture. The only person that could make those fucking garbage ass podcasts cool is Nicki Minaj. And she did it. But she would make anything cool because she fucking cool. You know what I mean? Only she could make that shit cool. Everybody else just whack. But notice Offset, Nicki, like the Sagittarians, timeless. They don't age. Nobody said, oh, Offset's too old to be on Kai show. Oh, Nicki too. No, no, they're Sagittarians. They're ageless. They're always going to be teenagers. You can't tell them shit. So this guy Vogel, right? He works for IBM. He actually creates, while he's working there, the liquid crystal display. The LCD screen that we all use. While he's at IBM, smoke something. While he's at IBM... He says to, like, he says to them, he's like, I want to do a demonstration. I want to show you how crystals work and how this liquid crystal display works. So he tells them that he's going to hold an image in his mind. Follow me here. This is IBM in the 80s. He tells them that he's going to hold an image that he has an emotional connection to in his mind and that he can transfer that image, inject that image, if you will, into a crystal. Telepathically. So he does it. He holds an image of the Virgin Mary in his mind and then the image appears in this crystal. His point is that these crystals are alive and they interact with you energetically and they communicate information through pictures. And that they can hold information, whether it be pictures or not. After he made said screen and did said demonstration, he left IBM. And in a dream was shown a way to cut a quartz crystal to optimize it for the human experience and for ultimate healing. He woke up from the stream and cut the crystal the way he had seen in the dream. He would later realize that the way that he had cut it corresponded to the tree of life. He didn't know at the time. 
So, here's what I think. And then he, you know, I have another one. I have the, like, the long wand, the, the, the double pointed, yeah, is that how you say it? Um, and I did some, like, I did some shit on myself, you know? Um... You heard that Shira said that leaving out cookies and milk and putting up the Santa thing, that's all Santeria. She had me screaming. Anyway, um, right? So he went on to like teach people how to do it, but not a lot. And then like he would heal people. He could like point the crystal at the sky and make clouds form and make it rain. Like he was doing wild shit. So I heard about all this and I was like, wait, 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 what? Because I love this type of shit. And like he used to work at IBM. He created LCD. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I didn't want to say anything until after I got it and I was wearing because it's just like I'm hypothesizing. You know what I mean? I have to like check it. So I got it. I put it on. I didn't realize I put it on. I thought like I was going to put it on and then I put it down because someone came to the door. And then I was walking around for a few hours and I was like, wow, just having the crystal in the house is making me feel amazing. Like, that's so cool. Like, I should actually, like, put it on now because um, I feel great. And it must be because the crystal is in the home or whatever. And I, like, looked around, walked around looking for it for a little while. I live in a tiny apartment. So I was like, where the fuck could it be? Um, and then I realized that I actually had put it on and latched it before I answered the door. So I was wearing it. And, you know, I felt fucking great. (laughs) And I felt a kind of focus that is not based on accomplishing anything. It's the kind of focus that's uh, geared towards making you feel the best. I slept for 10 hours. I don't sleep for 10 hours. I can't. (laughs) I can't. It doesn't matter how tired I am. Four or five hours, I'm up. Five hours, I feel like I've slept for the whole day. 10 hours straight? Bitch, I was knocked out. Got up, took a bath, went right back to sleep. (laughs) Just kept sleeping. So, it focuses you and it will give you the power to execute. But what you're focused on is self. (coughs) It's what will bring you optimum health. I started eating differently. I couldn't bring myself, (coughs) drink something, please. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I couldn't eat like the fried stuff. I couldn't, I didn't want to. All the stuff that I do 
<coughs> excuse me, that I've done that's quote unquote bad for me. I just don't feel like doing it. This shit optimizes your experience. Now, let me tell you what I think. Let me make that little umber connection for you. I think this thing that we're in, this hologram, I think it's a living quartz display, just like the LCD screen. But I think it's um um, I think it's a hologram, a living quartz hologram, that works in tandem with water molecules. So like air, everything is full of water. We're basically a water planet. We're even in an atmosphere that's made up of water. Like we live in water we, vapor. I don't think we realize that we're like water vapor animals. We're aquatic monkeys. That's why we can talk. The only reason we can talk is because monkeys in the water have to stand up on their hind legs to get like out of the water enough to like be safe. And it when you stand up right, you begin to regulate your breath. And that's all talking is. It's breath regulation, just like that's all singing is. That's when people are like, oh, I can't sing. No, you just have never talked in your real voice. Anyone who talks in their real voice can sing just fine. Whenever people are like, oh, you're an alto? Yeah. I just don't talk to you like this. If I talk to you like this all the time, you'd know I'm an alto. Right? So... It's just breath control. It is. I think this is a living course and, 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 and we're vapor monkeys. We're a vapor planet. I think this matrix, this hologram, this it's an interface between it's a telepathic interface. Follow me. It's a telepathic interface between a matrix of quartz and water and our thoughts and our frequency and our frequency, which I'm realizing, wait a minute, I'm realizing that actually our thoughts are controlled by our frequency instead of the other way around. And that's why they keep trying to shove this bullshit down your throat because they're always fucking lying to you. Anything they fucking tell you, just turn it sideways and that's the actual truth. Your thoughts do not change your frequency. Your frequency changes your thoughts. I have learned this like this by putting this thing on. I have learned it like this. I don't want to eat that stuff. I didn't have to think myself out of it. My thoughts just followed along. I don't want to eat that stuff. My frequency don't like it. I have not had to talk myself into it. I have not had to discipline myself. I don't want it. That's it. I just don't want it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to turn the lights off and turn my phone off. And like, I'm going to go to sleep for 10 hours. I don't have to baby myself or talk myself into it or tell myself that it's the right thing to do for me. My thoughts are just aligning with the fact that my frequency is like, this is what's good for you. This is what we're doing. 
I'm realizing that your your thoughts just follow along. That's why it's so very difficult to use your thoughts to change your reality. So when I say telepathic, I don't mean your mind. I don't think that it's our mind that can communicate with other minds. And that's why, you know, this Professor X, like, he's like, ah, like, stupid shit. I think that telepathy, and there's a lot of proof to this now, like, you know, scientific study that is replicable. I think there is telepathy between hearts. And we know in the Quran, it's very clear that there is a heart mind and it's referred to that way. And now we know in the past 25 years, we've figured out that there is a whole neural network that sits on the heart and integra- is integrated into the heart tissue and, and, and integrated into the heart cells. So there is another neural network, right? I think it is that network that can communicate with this living quartz display. I think that's why it says that the Quran, I've sealed their hearts. I don't want you fucking with this hologram. You're not allowed. Because you can make shit happen from here. Look, look what's happening right now. They're showing you what heart power is heart power is stronger than dummy bombs heart power is stronger than hellcat missiles heart power is stronger than the most evil empire to ever exist heart power is stronger than hate and racism Heart power is stronger than genocide. It is stronger than the inhuman and completely alien urge to wipe out another human. Ape doesn't kill ape. Even like the apes. You feel me? You feel me? Like it's the first commandment. Heart power. is the only power that has access to this hologram. That's why some of these dumb fuck evil fucks have to do all this ritualistic crazy fucking shit to try to manipulate this hologram because they can't actually access it like we can. They're not allowed. So, I think that the reason it was the Virgin Mary that he saw in his mind that he transferred into that crystal, I think the reason he chose her and I'm the video stopped, so I'm just okay, now it started again. I think the reason he chose her is because 
he has such a feeling for her so much affinity for her he loves her and that's the relationship I, I feel the same way that's the relationship we have with Mary that's just that's why it's such a widely used name that's why it's such a it's we all have the same affection for Christ's mother it's just a thing right so he feels that connection at like I said like many many people do to the Virgin Mary he just feels it his heart mind which is very much a Virgin Mary thing, right? That's why they have her with this like emblazoned heart, like, wow, the connections are connectioning. Um, he was able to tap that. And his mind was able to imprint that into a crystal. And what I say to you is that Maxwell Maltz and Psycho-Cybernetics figured out how to get your bullshit mind out of the way because it really does not matter and cannot do anything for you and it certainly can't affect this hologram. He All he did is teach you how to get your bullshit mind out of the way so you can create mental pictures that make your heart mind feel so good and come into coherence with the imagery that you will project it into this liquid quartz, living quartz display. LQD, bitch. I'm doing the Scorpio extended and some of the, <clears throat> the ashes got on the car. Sorry, I don't know what happened. I was just blowing the ashes off the cut and then the fucking thing cut out the the video. Anyway. I think Maxwell Maltz realized that the psychocybernetics, like the things, the programming, is all the shit that keeps you from being able to access this heart, what we'll call heart-mind coherence. I know that's what Greg Braden and other people call when you're like mind and your heart is in coherence, but they're wrong. It this, this has nothing to do with anything. This is like to think about like Nietzsche and shit. It's cool. It's cool. It's, it's a really cool thing. Alhamdulillah. It's really nice. But when I, talk, when I say heart-mind coherence, I mean your heart-mind in here. I think what psychocybernetics is, is this dude figuring out, this doctor figured out, like the basic archetypal damage that one can have to those basic settings. Like the primal archetypal damage that one can have to those settings that keep you from not being able to access, that keep you from being able to access the heart-mind power and therefore come into coherence with this quartz display that seems to be able to read our hearts. Not our minds, read our hearts. And, you know, some would say that water also displays this quality, that when you treat water a certain way, 
and it comes from your heart. And now remember, plants live off of water. Mostly plants are water. Mostly wear water. The way that our heart mind feels about somebody, their water registers it and changes shape accordingly. The water that you touch changes shape according to, I think, your heart mind state. That's why I think some people, plants just die around them. My ex, he was very clear. He was like, listen, plants just die around me. I don't know what it is. Because your heart is sealed. You have no heart-mind coherent. Your heart-mind is not active. This chakra right here is dead. And when you're like that and you're around anything that's water-based, the water is going to read your heart-mind activity and be like, nah, like this thing is not, (laughs) this is not life energy. This is death energy. You feel me? Because usually people who have a closed heart chakra have a very overactive sacral chakra. Y'all just out here fucking because you think it's going to make you feel something. How's that going? Conversely, people who have a very active heart chakra are usually prepubescent. They don't even have access to the sacral chakra yet. They're not even thinking about that shit, but their heart chakra just be spinning and they have a lot of control over the hologram because their heart mind is awake. They think through here, not through here. We teach them to think through here. That's why certain cultures are so good at manipulating this thing. Because for example, I was talking to a lot of people about Denmark, like, for a little while, I was worried. Just for a moment. I'm not going to lie. For a moment, I was like, you know, my ex-husband is an idiot. Listen, he's beautiful. Mashallah. Beautiful man. But, you know, he gave me the coolest books I've ever read. All the things that make me cool. All the things I know that I'm like, oh my God, I read it in this book a long time ago. Whatever. He gave me every one of those books. Amazing curation. Never opened one of them. Never cracked them. Just not an intellectual. Just like good at collecting things. Everything is a thing. Never opened them. Here, read this. Tell me what it's about. Like a book report? Right? So, I was worried. (laughs) For a minute, I was like, his father's an idiot, you know? Never seen him crack a book. All, all I've been doing since I was five years old is reading books. My optometrist when I was five, when I went to get bifocals, because they didn't realize that I like had no depth perception and that was the fucking problem. He was like, maybe it's from all the reading. And I was like, yo, fuck you. Like, And my mom was like, yeah, yeah, maybe it's the reading. I was like, you can both go fuck yourself. Like, do you understand that these scholastic, these, listen... I will do what I have to. (laughs) I remember telling my mom, I will do what I have to to get that scholastic money from you. Because I'm buying those books. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. All the books in my parents' house still to this day, they're just my books. Anyway. I was worried. (laughs) 
This kid, he don't read. What's going on? What's with this fucking school system? Everybody says the best school system in the world. This kid don't read. Just like his dad. Is he a moron, this kid? Is he going to be a God forbid? Like, I love my child. But what's going on? You're not going to read a book? And then, you know, and I knew, like, there was never any focus on tests, never any focus on school, never any focus on nothing. It just seemed like these kids go to school and just run around all day and come home. And I was just like, okay, how is this the best school system in the world? Like, they're not learning anything. Like, I was doing, like, (laughs) hours of homework at that age. Like, what's going on? Come to find out, as soon as they get to be 14, 15... That they can learn exactly what they want to learn, exactly how they want to learn it. And these kids just bloom, mashallah, overnight. Because they're learning what they want to learn and they're so excited and they're learning like cool shit in all the different ways. All at once, like everything cohesive, cohesive. Shit is fire. They are interested. They are happy. They will understand everything that they learn and they're excited about learning it. And guess what? All they've been doing from kindergarten to high school is learning how to socialize and deal with other people, how to deal with other adults, how to deal with each other, how to deal with arguments, how to deal with schoolyard fights, how to deal with unfairness, how to deal with bullying, how to deal with teachers you don't like, how to deal with being a human and feeling good about yourself in the context of the people around you. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like let's get their fucking psychocybernetic settings straight from zero to 14 and then let them loose and then teach them whatever we want because now they have the ability to stand on their own feet no matter what XYZ person externality says what to them. They know who they are. They know what they are. They've been through it, socialized with men, women, other children, animals, uh, people from all walks of life, all professions. You feel me? Now, let's teach them whatever they want. But now they have the ability because their psychocybernetic settings are all like check, 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 positive, healthy, positive, healthy, that they have access now to something that you cannot have access to unless you believe that you deserve it. There is something about heart energy that is very entitled like everyone tries to like you know make it into this very um kind of selfless you know mother Teresa. but but you have to deal with the law of paradoxical intent a lot of times and virgos will prove this a lot of times when people are doing shit like that that's really coming from their self-esteem chakra and not because it's spinning it's because it's not spinning the amount of shit that people do that you think like, oh, that person's being so nice, being so kind. <laughs> it's not because their heart chakra is spinning and that's not heart energy. That's low self-esteem energy. That's a, that's a self-esteem chakra, solar plexus chakra that's actually not spinning. And they're going to use whatever they're doing for you and the praise and attention they're going to get is very gone girl to like make it spin. Heart energy is very like Kanye energy. Heart energy is like, what does that person think of themselves? Heart energy is I put myself first and you're annoyed by it. But look how good I look. You know why I look like this? Because I put myself first. Why you're mad that you don't put yourself first? How that became my fault? I will have this conversation with a bitch in an elevator. I will have this conversation if you cut in front of me in line. I will have this conversation on a fucking plane. I will have this conversation with whatever bitch, wherever you ever want to have this conversation. I am up 
for letting you know that I know that you are fucking bothered because you want me to feel bad for X, Y, Z reason. And the worst thing in the world that's ever happened to you is that I don't. That's heart energy. I don't feel bad. You know how many fucking Zionists send me messages and DMs every day? Oh, you should fix your face. You should fix your nose. You should do this. You should do Why are you mad that I like myself? Just explain it to me. Why are you angry that I like myself? No, nothing. Because you're mad about something. That's heart energy. Heart energy is I don't need you. That's it. That's coherence with this liquid quartz display. I don't need you. I'm not doing things out of need. And certainly not you. And certainly not needing you. I don't need this. I don't need you. You know what that's called? That's a heart chakra that's spinning real strong. You know what that's called? Also what that's called? Non-attachment. I don't need this. I don't need. I have. I am. There's nothing you can say to me that's going to make me feel like I don't have every fucking right to be here and have a good fucking time while I do it. Nothing. There's nothing you can say to me about myself or anything I've ever done that would make me feel like I'm not here to have the best fucking time possible and still do the right thing. That's heart energy. When you're coming from that place, you can affect this hologram. Gotta believe. That's why I say you gotta believe your own bullshit. You gotta believe. Doesn't matter if it's bullshit or not. You gotta believe. Belief doesn't happen here. And I'll tell you what. Once we get to a point where we can measure how much of an influence we have on this quartz display... You're going to start finding that certain families and certain people have very, very highly developed neural networks around their hearts, more so than others. All this like, oh, it runs in our family. We've always had a dream. My grandma had dreams. I have dreams. All this shit. I think what you're really saying is that you got neural networks that you pass through the generations. I think that's also it's why it's important to have girls. But you could also have like a boy that has a lot of estrogen and like you know inherits your like witchy qualities but it's then you have to just like marry someone and have kids with someone who looks like a bitch sorry it's true though it's true though if you want to know why it's because they have very high estrogen if they look like a bitch that's why they look like a bitch that's usually why they act like a bitch too though so priorities you know 
It's like my Turkish professor told me. She was like, she looked at pictures of him. She was like, I would do it for the genetics. But, you know, you could always get a divorce. Have a baby. He'll be beautiful. Mashallah, you know. Gotta be real. <laughs> you gotta be a realist. I think that's why, I like, when my friends will be like, oh, you cheated the whole time you were married. Like, I watch all this shit now, like, that Shira, and everybody says, like, oh, if you think that men aren't cheating, you're wrong. No, no, no. There's only one type of man that doesn't cheat. It's the guy that's getting cheated on. He's too worried about getting clowned. He don't have time to cheat. His ego is in the toilet. I think that's why I've never worried about that. I've never for a second worried that some motherfucker is going to cheat on me. I'm actively cheating on you, fam. And it's not even like a two could play this game. It's literally like I've been doing this. I just never told the hoes no. Like I never told the hoes goodbye. Cause these hoes, most of these hoes be Scorpios. You can't tell you can't tell a fucking Scorpio hoe no. A Scorpio hoe doesn't understand no. Mm-mm. Anyway, I gotta go. I love you guys. I'll be back, okay? We're gonna talk about Christian Rock later. You understand me? All right.